Have you always wanted to be a star? Whether you want to be in the spotlight or behind the scenes, you'll get some great info from this show. It's the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids. Now, here's Angel and Harmony. Thanks and welcome to the Angel and Harmony Show on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Harmony Hagedorn. And I'm Angel Ramirez. So... <laughs> We're going to start off with the of the weeks, but first we want to give you a little heads up. There's actually construction work being done around us, so if you hear background noises, that's what it is. So, yeah. just a quick heads up. <laughs> you can hear it yeah, now. Sorry, I mean, I'm... sorry guys. All right, so first with the acting tip, we have monologuing. We're going to talk a little bit more about this later on. Actually, a lot more about it. But so <laughs> right now it's it's more of like an introduction and monologuing. It's pretty much part of an audition where you have to read part of a script and things like that um and it pretty much shows it i don't really know how to explain it you just kind of gotta experience a monologue it's probably the most feared part of an audition because if you mess up your words or if you don't memorize it completely then it it really puts you on the spot (laughs) yeah and most of the time unless it's a cold script um then you have a preset monologue. So later on, we'll be talking about how to make the perfect monologue at audition. So Yeah. So with a monologue audition, you're on your own. And monologues are always the most difficult, like, a part of the audition. Yeah, right. So, yeah, we're just going to get a little bit, a lot bit into that <laughs> yeah. later. Yeah. All right. Next is a singing tip of the week. So this is more or less, like, advice. It's kind of like an advice in a game that you could do at the same well, yeah, obviously at the same time. And it's pretty much to help um, your breathing, like yeah. your steady breathing while you're singing and things like that. So it's actually called the Bent Flame Game. Okay. If you have a <laughs> candle that usually works best for this exercise, once you light the candle, hold it a foot away from your face. Not only do you want to single... Hold on. You what? don't want to singe your eyebrows, but you also want to give yourself enough room that you don't blow out the candle too quickly or partially reduce reproduce a light singing situation now blow on the flame and see how long you can sustain the breath and steady pace and bend the flame so you don't want the flame to go out but you just want it to bend while you're singing so you it's it takes practice i mean i can't imagine that i would do this game very well because i have a feeling it would just like go out completely but that's the point of the game to to steady yourself so yeah i feel like after a lot of practice it would help substantially. Yeah, yeah. Like, with that. All right, so next is our beauty tip of the week. And you want to give your face a break once in a while. And by this, I mean pretty much everything. Like, don't wear makeup all the time, every day. Which can be extremely difficult for you if you go out into public every day. But once in a while, you just want to kind of, like, take a step back and just let your face relax, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, because it could clog your pores, and after a long time, it's just really bad for your face altogether. Too much exfoliating can actually start taking off layers. Like, that's the point, to take off, like, the dead layers, but it could start taking off the fresh layers, and then it starts to actually be quite quite painful and things like that. So, yeah, it pretty much means in everything. Well, we've talked about this before with hair things, because if you, you curl don't your, hair your hair and straighten your hair every single day, basically you'll just have dead hair. It yeah. won't have the bounce. <laughs> exactly. Well, it won't look as lively, so it's the same with your skin. Yeah, lively skin. You don't want to look like a zombie. Come on, guys. 
All right, so next is our book of the week, and I've read this book, and I love it, but Angel... I've not read this book, because what happened is for um, our school, and we had to choose a book out of, like, these selections, and I chose a different book, and we'll probably talk about that next week, Um, but Harmony's book was Divergent by Veronica Roth. It's super popular nowadays. They actually have a movie coming out, and I love the book because it is just a utopia of basically yeah so and without giving anything away what what is the plot of like because i don't really know what it's about and i've seen okay, well the trailer for the movie beatrice was first in they're called factions they're like different groupings the actual overall utopia is built up in five different things i think it's i'd Sorry if I pronounce these wrong. I mean, they're not spelled the way that they're pronounced. <laughs> um, Erudite, Abnegation, Candor, Amity, and Dauntless. And um, each has their own certain thing, like honesty or bravery, even though you need like all of them actually together, but you're broken up in different So depending factions. on your personality, you're broken up? In yes. So okay. um, she was born in Abnegation. And she went... What's Abnegation? Abnegation is... It's... I don't... I don't know Abnegations. It's uh, being selfless. Okay. Acting selfless towards others. But Abnegation is just a repeat. There is no uniqueness or individualization. Individuality. (laughs) Sure. Anyway. um, Everyone dresses the same. Everyone looks the same. Everyone talks the same. Can you imagine if that was how society worked But that's how it worked. It was like a perfect family. You had like... You read The Giver, right? Yeah. Is it similar to that? How everyone is the same? In Abnegation, yes. It's similar to that. But whenever you turn 16, I want to say, you go to a big arena and they cut your hand because it's like blood they need your blood, blood brothers i don't know and yes. you're put before five bowls like five really big things and each of them have certain things inside like rocks or hot coals or water standing for each of the factions and you drip your blood into one of them and then you're a part of that it's faction so for you family cho- you choose the one mm-hmm. that you go into you are like you leave your family and you leave everything behind, and you don't talk to your family. What if you go else? into the same faction that you already were? Or is that not Did, allowed? That's allowed. But um, basically, Beatrice chooses... No, that'd give it away. Beatrice chooses a faction, and she has to learn to deal with it. And she doesn't know yet if she's made a mistake or if it's good for her. And she meets a lot of new friends. And her entire personality changes because she realizes what she can do now that she is free and doesn't have to be contained and... So, she is her own individual, and it's okay. new for her, so she's like... So other Ooh. people in different factions, can they, do they know each other, or have they never even seen another faction? They have they seen other factions in, like, group things, like whenever everyone meets up to be chosen or whatever, like, all the factions come together. So okay. you get to see them, and you know what kind of people are there, and you can even visit... Like, if you oh, have a okay. job that, like, let's say you're from Candor and you're delivering something to someone else, then you need to, like, go like into you're the other allowed faction. to go into the factions. And actually, in one part, one of her friends from Abnegation who chose something else goes and visits her new faction or whatever, and it brings back memories. And I think that that triggers something in her that's like, oh, now, like, now I have to act like this, like, remembering what that was, like, 
do I miss it? Do I not? Like, I don't really know. And then in the end, there's like this super big plot twist. And yeah, but it's a really good book. Like, the way that it's really interesting. It is. Do you know what? Isn't the next one Insurgent? Yes. And I'm going to be reading that as soon as I get the book, but I don't have it yet. Okay. Well, I read the version like curious. All in one night because like it just keeps you drawn. It's one of those books where you can't put it down. Yeah. Yeah. That's how. I wouldn't say that's how my book was, which is A Hotel on the Corner of Bitter and Sweet, um, which we'll talk about next week. But I would still say that I liked my book. I wouldn't say that it it was one of those books where you can yeah. put down, though. I mean, that, that's kind of <laughs> yeah. its own genre to me. Like horror movies and things. I mean, horror books and, you know, yeah. murder mysteries. Those I can never put down. Those, I read it all in one night. Well, that's because they have so much suspension. Yeah. Was that even the correct word? Yeah, it was. Okay, because like, it's suspenseful, and you and you're anxious to see what happens next. Unlike like romantic books, like those are yeah, those. I don't know. Yeah, romantic movies and books don't really draw me in as yeah. much. So next is the website of the week, and this, this is, is actually, popular number one on the market, or used to be. This is least. actually not a website, but an app because. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure you already know before we're even going to say it. So, Flappy Bird. And yeah. there's a bunch of different, like, generic types or whatever. Like- I have Splashy Fish because I didn't I didn't have the chance to download Flappy Bird before it got taken off the market. But... <laughs> well, I tried to review, like, all of them. So, I downloaded, like... I have, like, seven of the apps. I have, like, City Bird, Splashy Fish, Flappy Bird. And then one of them is Flappy Fall. And that's easier simple the concept is fun and but it's it has, more addicting it's where the birds fall and you have to catch them instead of you trying to balance yourself in between these two beams so. that's the point of the game and the thing with these games is that they're so simple they didn't take long to make for the creators and it doesn't take like long to like do something right but the thing is you're addicted to them and therefore it generates a lot of money it's so simple that no one has ever thought of it before yeah basically it's pretty pretty easy it's genius yeah they have a lot of like like weird ones like the doge yeah meme and then miley cyrus and things but i heard those were i have the extremely laggy it's slow it's It's not laggy the actual game is just slower than flappy bird hmm I don't know. I think that would so then whenever me. I play Flappy Bird, it's like... Oh, it's too fast. Come yeah, so. it's going too fast compared to like... the Plus, Flappy Bird falls faster, like in mm-hmm. the Miley game, and she yeah. like takes forever to fall. <sighs> yes. Flappy Bird. City Bird is much difficulter than Flappy Bird. It's so challenging. Game. It is the worst game ever. I recommend you to download it just so you could delete it right after you try it. Immediately. That That is, that is what it is. Let's take a break. I'm Angel Ramirez. And I'm Harmony Hagnorn. And you're listening to the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids Network. At 13, you are just starting to become a teenager and are ready to move on to the next phase of your years. The squeals and screams are replaced by slightly less squeals and screams, and you're expected to act a little more grown up. Tune in to Life at 13 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you through ready for what's next. 
Life at 13, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. You're listening to the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids, the show about the performing arts and more. Now, back to your host, Angel and Harmony. Thanks and welcome to the Angel and Harmony Show on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Harmony Hagedorn. And I'm Angel Ramirez. And we have a few more of the weeks to cover. Two. That took forever. (laughs) Yeah, we kind of elaborated on the, what was it, book of the week? Yeah. Yeah. All right, All right. So we have a fashion tip of the week instead of like actual fashion of the week because I think we've pretty much covered in our past. Like I don't even know how many shows we've done. Sixty-two, four. I don't know. I don't know. Something like that. Something like that. Anyway. anyway so we've pretty much covered all our favorite trends and things like that. So we're going more into tips. Yeah. So never wear all one color, but we do do like different shades of that do- color. Okay, yeah, are you really I'm laughing, laughing at that, that you said yes. doo doo? Wow, I am ashamed of you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I think that this is really important for whatever the event is. You don't want to look like a glow stick of a certain color. You know how it's just just one yes. solid color just walking around. You you want to have if you're gonna do. Um, based around one color, then you want to do different shades of it, you know? So, like, if you're going to do black, throw in some gray or some white. Yeah. See, monochromatic up in here. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Well, I usually do, like, kind of like a pattern-ish. Like, if I have, like, a black cardigan and a white shirt, then I'll, like, black pants, white shoes. Yeah, 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 something like that. I tend, like, some people will really... Um, depending on what your style is. I mean, I wouldn't say this goes for all colors because if you're wearing a fluorescent yellow shirt and then yellow pants, then yellow shoes and yellow accessories, it's too much. (laughs) But, you know, it's something different if it's um, more of a... I remember one time I did that. I wore a yellow jacket with a yellow shirt and everyone called me Rubber Ducky for the day. (laughs) That is great. True story. Even the teachers called me Rubber Ducky. That's kind of sad at the same time. I don't remember that. Um, When was it? Mr. Hawkman was still teaching. Oh, wow. That was, what, fifth grade? Fifth? Yeah. Fourth? I don't even know. Fourth? Fourth Fourth grade. Okay. To put something in perspective real quick. Okay. Second, third, and fourth grade. Harmony and I dressed like... Honestly, our, is it was like our parents dressed us. I don't know about you, but I actually like, I don't remember. Prob- Did I dress myself? Now children Second. are so influenced by what they see, what they hear, right. what they. I say. see little five year olds walking around with a snapback on no, and like, sagging their pants, yeah. and I'm like, pull up your pants, we child. We were talking about this yesterday because our teacher brought it up because children 
We're talking about the 1950s or whatever. Oh, yeah. Children are say so... monkey do. It's literally... Like, nowadays, it is so severe that, like, kindergartners are... Worrying about what they're looking like. And like, I know when I was in kindergarten, I honestly did not care what I looked like. I didn't care if I did something embarrassing because it wasn't a big deal. When I was in fourth grade, like, I wish that I had done more embarrassing things, like, my younger years. Yes, like, just I so you can have the stories, that. you know? Because I have a lot and, of stories, believe it or not. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Harmony has Who a life. Ever. Yeah, but like, it's. I wish that I would have had more experience, more to learn from. Like whenever I was younger, yeah, like yeah. to do. Because now I have to make those mistakes now, and I'm at an age. And that's so. That's not okay. But like, <laughs> I'm at an age that when I'm older, if I'm like, yeah, in the eighth grade, I pants like i got pants or something. Like it's no longer funny. It's like <laughs> it's just sad. Fifth grade or under, but like. When you go over, it's, it's like... It's sad. It's just sad. I mean, okay, in second... Harmony and I have been in the same class and been best friends since second grade, right? We've told yeah. you guys that before. So Harmony and I influenced each other. We were also talking about this, what, two weeks ago? Last yeah, week? we were talking Something about like it a while that. ago. We realized that if I had not met Harmony, my life would be completely different. Some, from things, little things to what I wear... Two big things like what my personality is. Angel would probably be a really sporty person, judging by the fact that everyone in her family is. Yeah, like, she would probably. be like. I mean, I, I black belt in karate. Yeah, I probably would have kept with karate, just You're because. <laughs> thanks, Harmony. No, I still, I still enjoy doing sports. It's just I'm more picky about the sports that I do. Yeah, I love soccer. I love running. I actually do enjoy working out. I just don't do it as much. <laughs> I no. actually do. Okay, I get these little spurts like once a month where I'm like, you know what? The rest of this month, I'm going to work out. And I'm going to get abs and I'm going to be so fabulous and be able to do like 7 billion pull-ups. It doesn't like, really work out. Harmony can't even do a push-up. It is physically impossible it's so sad. for Harmony to do that. It's, it is. It's... it's like, I don't, I'm just not built for push-ups. Like, there are people that are built for I push-ups could, and okay, stuff. Okay, no. put, this, put this image in your head real quick. We are both in PE class, right? They say, do 10 push-ups. I'm there, like, pumping iron. Yeah. Like, I am, I'm, like, done in, like, five seconds. And I'm I have great just at got on the ground. And she tries to lift herself up, and she just immediately falls. And it doesn't count as a push-up because she doesn't even... You don't even extend your arms all the way. It's like an inch before you fall. But Harmony is really good at sit-ups, which confuses me for some yeah. reason. Well, that's like all core legs. Yeah. Like, I have no well, arm strength. Like, almost none. I'm Sorry, I'm trying to, like, identify the sound. <laughs> what is that? Saw. Well, it's like a saw. Yeah, the little one. They're cutting the through thinner. walls. <laughs> Something. Something like that. I'm afraid that the, like a saw is just gonna come bashing through the wall right now. That would be very interesting. Realistically, mm, possibly. Anywho, so I forgot where we were going. With that. I don't know. I think that we started on we were talking colors. about the fashion of the week, and we somehow <laughs> got to what we do in PE class. Like what? All right, now we're gonna this? go into advice, which is probably gonna take another five minutes because we're gonna talk about chairs. Something I don't even know. Don't become hung up on something that someone has said or done. Okay. No, this, I haven't learned this yet to this day. I'm a it's big kind of, hypocrite when it comes to advice. <laughs> no, it's, it's true. Kind of, well, okay. It's understandable if you, like, mess up, like, once in a while. 
Okay, so that's not a big deal. But if you like, I don't think you you don't do. It. You're not a hypocrite constantly. I mean, just sometimes. <laughs> but just then again, I am too. So yeah. it's 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 not that big of a deal. All right. So this is a really big thing, and. This can You're literally change your life, I think. Like, do you guys ever hear those statements? Like, someone will say, don't watch that movie or whatever. And you think about it, and you hear their views, but you still watch you, the movie. Right. Someone will tell you not to do something, but you just have to learn from experience. And it's a part of human nature. It's something in the brain that triggers it, and it says, right, right. do it. Because if you don't do it, then you're always wondering, okay, why can't I watch that movie? I want to know why I can't. And then maybe then I'll, I'll know and I'll be like, oh, probably should not have done that. So right now I'm just going to say, don't become hung up on something that someone said or done and later on you can do it. But Okay, this, and this doesn't mean just physical things that they do, but this also means, like, let's say they say something and it literally frustrates you so much. It's actually... I, I can't tell you how much... I mean, it may not seem like it at times with my family and sometimes my friends. I don't know. I guess it depends on who because I have no problem arguing with Harmony and she has no problem arguing with me. That's true. But like with my friend, oh, let's say Marnie. You, okay. uh, I would not argue with Marnie. I don't know why. I would just feel uncomfortable because she's such a nice person. And I, even though I've known her for a long time, I still... It's people's actions right. that... It's their make attitudes you as well. judge how you should treat them. Yeah. Like if it I could be were a good a thing, group, it could be a bad thing. It just depends on who the person is and what their personality is. It's really just who you're around. So if yeah. you're around me, you know who I am, you know how I act, you know how I argue. You feel comfortable with arguing. If you're around right. nice people, you're like... <laughs> Did you just call yourself not nice? Okay. Think about this for a second. <laughs> okay. Okay. Nice people, people feel like really uncomfortable arguing to or being like mean to at times. But like right. people like us, people feel comfortable, like everyone has their own thing. Like people Har- feel I think comfortable sharing things. I actually us. think the most comfortable times that Harmony and I are with each other is when we're arguing. Because then we're, we're stripped down to our core and being taught, and we are arguing our souls out, whether it's a debate or or something like that even though harmony and i it's actually have the things. same yeah even though we generally have the same opinion on yeah most things we still somehow find a way to argue it yeah it's a gift actually basically i'm pretty proud of it yeah kind of ish <laughs> so i discovered the other day why people feel so comfortable like sharing secrets with people like us why? Because we're mysterious. We don't go out and we don't share our secrets with the world. So it's um, so when it, it's a psychological fact. Once you share something with someone, you automatically assume that they will share something back. Right. Because, like, who does that? Who just, like, shares their not, heart out? And I would not I give mean, up my secrets for someone else. I mean, sometimes I feel like I should just make up something just so they don't feel yeah. as bad about them telling me something that they don't want other people to know because sometimes i'm like why are you trusting me with this like you say that i'm not a trustworthy person and then you turn around and say something but at the same time going back to our tip we probably should not be hung up for this yeah yeah. anyway (laughs) good life advice guys let's take a break i'm angel ramirez and i'm harmony hagedorn and you're listening to the angel and harmony show on voice america kids network Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. 
Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon Appetit! We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Remember Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Now, Kid Star Update. Here's Cole with Sports Rewind. Hi, my name is Cole Wheelan from Fort Wayne, Indiana, and you are listening to Sports Rewind. In Olympic news, the closing ceremonies are Sunday, February 23rd, and the most medals went to Russia with 33 of them, and U.S. came in second with 28. Most gold medals was won by Russia with 13. U.S. came in fourth with only nine. In NBA news, the Pacers crushed Lakers. Kobe Bryant is out with a knee injury, and the final score is 118-98. And also, the Bulls take a win on the road against Atlanta 107-103. LeBron James broke his nose in the game against the Oklahoma City Thunder. He sat out a game against the Bulls, but he is ready to play again against the Knicks with a face match. In college basketball news, Iowa gets upset by Minnesota 95-89, and Indiana can't hold on to the win against Wisconsin 69-58. My name is Cool Leon, and you've been listening to Sports Rewind on the Kidstar Radio Network. You've been listening to Sports Rewind. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. At 13, you are just starting to become a teenager and are ready to move on to the next phase of your years. The squeals and screams are replaced by slightly less squeals and screams and you're expected to act a little more grown up. Tune in to Life at 13 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences and because of this, they have the know-how to get you through ready for what's next. Life at 13. Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it. 
and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. You're listening to The Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids, the show about the performing arts and more. Now, back to your host, Angel and Harmony. Thanks and welcome to The Angel and Harmony Show on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Harmony Hagedorn. And I'm Angel Ramirez. And we're going to be talking about our monologues real fast. Well, real, real slow. Really. Okay, because I think this may not be sound like the most interesting topic to talk about but it actually if you know what we're talking about and you need this these tips then it'll help you a lot in the future yeah if that makes any sense so this is kind of how to have and pick out the perfect monologue for your audition. all right so how about one of us reads the thing and then the other person puts their input and then like elaborate all right I'm all down right so that. i'll s- all right Okay. Choose an age-appropriate <laughs> monologue. Okay, I think this means pretty much if you are a young child, if you're even our <laughs> age, I would say, maybe a little, probably a little younger, you don't want to be doing this, I don't know, like... Let me tell you guys, hold um, on, I have a it's story. It's kind of awkward to... Let me say, tell okay. you guys about how important this is, okay? <laughs> okay. When I was younger, and I had to read, like, a monologue type right. thing for this thing... They gave me, well, I picked out a Pop-Tart monologue, thinking it'd be easy, like it sounds childish. Okay. But it was like a page, and it used the biggest words that I've ever heard (laughs) in my little tiny child brain. Okay. And I couldn't pronounce it, so, but I still had to carry through with the monologue. You will go all the way. So let me just tell you, when you're choosing a monologue, choose the easiest sounding possible childish one ever. Okay, I would, I would, if you're a child, do that. If you're a child. If, if, you you're, an adult, are, if you're an adult, then you don't want to do a diaper commercial from the point not? of view from a baby, okay? Because <laughs> that's just awkward and uncomfortable for both the audience and probably you. When I was auditioning for this Disney thing, I, I made I it. Know, but Disney's it was, so deceiving. Thanks, Disney. Okay, like I made it through, but it was like $5,000 to just go to the next audition <laughs> to nah. find an agent. I was like, Ugh, don't have that money. Christ. Disney is so deceiving when it comes to certain mm-hmm. things. Like we tried to do a project one year and they were like, yeah, that's never possible. Sorry, you're rejected. That's literally <sighs> crying, what Disney sent crying, back. Crying, crying, crying. Thanks a lot. Sometimes it's too difficult. Anyway, so yeah. Choose an age-appropriate monologue. Okay, number two, don't cry. And this is after the audition, if they tell you that you're bad or something. This applies to me. And I guess... This goes for emotional people. Yeah. I am... Okay, Harmony and I are very different in this aspect because Harmony shows her emotion when she's angry. You don't cry in public. Like, I wouldn't say you do that. But you show your anger in public. Yeah, that's true. While me, I'm more... Just shut down kind of thing. So, two different aspects. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, 
during a monologue, if it says to to like show emotion, then that's different. But you don't want to start bawling your eyes out just because it says to have the sniffles or something like that. Or Try someone's and sad. Like, because that's also not professional. They might, right. if they were going to recommend you to someone else, if you just start bawling your eyes out right there, yeah, it might so change bad. their opinion. Yeah, so. and it this is also kind of ties in with like the next two don't laugh or yell i think it's just because laughing is super unprofessional like they're like like they are serious about this and if you're just gonna sit there and laugh at whatever they're saying that's disrespectful if if they say something like even something that they they meant to be funny you could chuckle but don't like full-on laugh because that's (laughs) that's just like crying on the floor rolling in a ball laughing (laughs) Yes. No, no, no. That's how I laugh. And then yelling, uh, if it says to, you know, proclaim your voice, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. I project. Project, yes. There we go. Then it's a little different, but you still don't want to yell because that's just, like I said, uncomfortable for everyone, really. All right. Next, make it short. So the monologue itself. Uh, don't choose like a seven billion page monologue yeah okay what what would you say the it it honestly depends on what you're auditioning for all right i think because the limit should be well uh, well a lot of the times for an audition on like the website or the paper wherever you're getting it from Mm -hmm. it'll say how long the monologue should be i think that i think that a good length monologue should be around two or three pages yeah I, i would think so then they could see, and it has to have a variety of things, and they could see how you act under certain circumstances. Right. When you need to cry in something, when you need to be happy, project and your I voice. I would say two or three pages is just like the average. Depending on it, it really goes back to what they're looking for. Because, like, one page is too short. They might not get your acting style by just right. one page. Even two it might be too short. But then 17 pages of monologue just kind of it's gets boring. Very boring. And yeah. it's it's not okay. It's, for, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Number six, tell a story with your monologue. So you don't want something that is just... Okay. I have an example. Um, I don't know if you've read The Lord of the Rings. Have you read that series? I've seen them. I Okay. Let me tell you. The books are horrible. In my opinion compared to the movies because in the beginning of the lord of the rings they go on for pages and pages and pages and chapters just explaining the details of what everything looks like now sometimes that's good but there's a limit to detail guys right i mean you don't want to sit here and say you know the leaves are this ever evergreen green and they have a little curve in on this fake tree they're voluminous and, and they're voluminous and they're just like everything about it you don't want to know that you just want to know this beautiful tree has green leaves that are branching out like and then given metaphor or something like that i don't know something spiffy but you you want to keep it short but you also want to be able to tell a story at the same time so next is to keep it clean no cursing um inappropriate language things like that because that's just especially afterwards if they say no try to keep even if they say yes and when you're even if you're excited and you're about to say yeah i don't know something like that you you don't want to and during the monologue as well you don't want to pick out one that curses or has inappropriate references or anything like that because that is totally unprofessional all right next is avoid dull and this 
this is something that I've had problems with because mm-hmm. whenever, like, I'm acting or writing a monologue, usually I'll be pretty, like, dull about it, like, at first because I'm one of those people that's not a people person. I am not. Like, it seems like it. Like, I will talk to you and I will act we'll nice be nice. You. And we have the professional aspect of things. And if we like you, we like you. But I will fully not be comfortable until I know you. So, like, you best start we, out with, like, hey, we, I live we, here. We generally don't enjoy the company of people because of the people that we're around with at school and sometimes yeah. at home and things like that. It's it's just a large change that I don't know if I'm ready for just yet. <laughs> That's a commitment that I... Psh, no. But by avoiding a dull script or by... Or dull... Or dull outlook on things, you will not only see the the happier side of yourself but you'll be able to exemplify that in front of your 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 judges kind of thing exactly on point so next is make it something that you enjoy that way yeah. you like full heartingly agree give your all believe. and because if you pick something this kind of goes back to the dullness yeah um if you pick something that you don't really like and you just choose it because it follows all the other uh, points that we've given you you got to find one that does that, does all of this for you. It's also easy to remember if it's something that you enjoy. I remember, I've had personal experience with this. I picked something that was a good length and I thought, hey, I've been to the store before or whatever. Like, I'll do this one. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's easier to remember if you've been there or if you, like, full Right, if you, believe. even if you partially have been in that circumstance. Yeah. Or even just the actor, even just the character itself. You you connect with them in some way. Exactly. We get each other right we now. We got this. We, we yeah. are on point. Yeah. So all these different tips will definitely help you find the best monologue for your audition. Let's take a break. I'm Angel Ramirez. And I'm Harmony Hagedorn. And you're listening to the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids Network. Every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the Tech Team, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. You're listening to the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids, the show about the performing arts and more. Now, back to your hosts, Angel and Harmony. 
Thanks and welcome to the Angel and Harmony Show on the Voice Marketing Kids Network. I'm Harmony Hagedorn. And I'm Angel Ramirez. And I'm super excited for this segment, not just because I wrote it, but because I enjoy these things and believe it or not, I'm so lame that I do these at parties, but these are <laughs> acting games. I and know. I don't know what it is about acting games, but I find them very enjoyable. To- Practice acting, try some games. They help you practice emotions and improv, and they're also great to help you with how you enunciate your words, which I have trouble enunciating. And is it enunciate or announce? Enunciate. Because it's with an N- E. E. Enounce. I don't know. Here are a few acting exercises you can use to sharpen up your craft. Some of them are simple theater games, while others are more complex, but all of them are designed to help you and your acting abilities. So I actually, this kind of reminds me of some of these. I actually went into a theater class and it was just on like we it was like three days of like hardcore training of different acting aspects. Like one of them was how to um, properly stage fight fight. Like it was actually really interesting because I now know how to like fall accurately and how to fake a punch and things like that with it looking real. Not like one of those fake very fake Japanese movies, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I know but, what you're um, talking about. <laughs> and then another one was all about how to improve your improv, and we played a multitude of games like this. All right, so we're going to read you about it, and then we might even try some of these. So the first one is the alphabet scene. Okay, so two students are selected. Everyone else thinks up a, up of a scenario for them and a letter to start with. Then they play the scene using each letter of the alphabet. For example, if Y is the letter chosen, the first line of the scene starts with Y, the next line starts with the letter Z, and the next line starts with A, and so on. If you want to make it harder, add more actors. So why is this important? This acting exercise is like a game. It forces the actor to think on his feet and use their imagination. So we can try this, I guess? Um, yeah. Okay, so I'm pretty sure... So pretty much, you just sit here and then someone else gives you a letter. Yeah, so Um, how about... Would you care to give us Choose a letter? Choose a letter and a scenario. All right, so um, how about we'll go with D? D? D. And you guys are stuck at the North Pole. Okay. Darn, I wonder how we can get out of here. Wait, do I have to go on to the next letter? Yes, that's E. <laughs> okay. And, oh my gosh, I'm so bad at this. I haven't played these games in years. I haven't... Okay. All right, how about you can start? We're okay. just going to restart. Darn. <laughs> how are we going to get out of here? Anyone have any ideas? Anyone with an E. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone, but anyone. Everyone, give us your ideas. Everyone, give us your ideas on how to get out of here. What's the next thing we see? <laughs> we need, like, the alphabet, like, right here. For real. <laughs> I Go away. Stop. <laughs> I apologize. Just don't. H. <laughs> oh, that was... Okay. Harmony, can you give me something to get out of the North Pole? We're stuck here forever. Igloos. We can build igloos while we're here. J. Yeah, I'm trying to think of something. <laughs> um, this is so much more difficult than I thought. I don't like this game. <laughs> I skip. You go. You say J. I really have no idea. Do you want to just restart? Yeah. All right, a different pick a, scenario. Pick a scenario. Because I'm it. obviously having too much trouble with this. Oh my gosh. Disgrace. I'm sorry. Okay. W? W-O. 
Okay. <laughs> and you guys are at Disneyland. We're at Disneyland. Wow! Look at all of this amazing stuff. Xylophones! I see xylophones! <laughs> you should go and buy one. <laughs> Z. It's a what? Z. Why Z? Oh, I'm so <laughs> I was like you with a U, like right. um, saying wow. Okay, <laughs> all right. Follow me. Walking motion. Bambi, I see Bambi. Mm, can we go up to him and pet him? Dang right, we can. Everyone, follow us. We're going to go pet Bambi. Friends, join us. <laughs> Golly gee whiz. <laughs> this is just... All right, I, next I, game. I, yeah, it? this isn't working. Maybe it works better if you... I don't know. This right, is literally freeze or freeze frame, and I've actually played this a lot, but yeah. Two students improvise a scene suggested by the audience. After a minute or so, a student from the audience might yell, freeze. The two actors freeze in their pose, and the student from the audience replaces one of the actors. Assuming that same pose, the student must now begin a new scene based on the pose he's in. Why? This game helps the student to explore their physical world and how it relates to acting. It also stretches their <laughs> imagination. I actually played this game um, in this theater class that I took, but it was it was a little different because you had to, in the scene, you had to be an inanimate object. Yeah. So it wasn't like a human or anything. You had to be like, like a, a tree or a box or, or like something like that. And it, was, it was really interesting because you have to pretend to be this, this inanimate object whilst still acting so it's it's kind of a confusing mm -hmm. concept all right so next is the question scene and we can do this one too we can yeah. okay two students improvise a scene where the where all the lines must be questions if someone hesitates or fails to ask a question another student takes their place this scene continues why this game forces the student to think on his feet and trust their instincts so okay so you just right, ask so random I'll questions start... about everything Sure, but it, it has to, like, go along with them. Okay. Okay. So, how was your day today? It was good. How about you? You. Would you mind explaining to me what you mean by that? I don't think I would, would you? I don't think that you can just continue what I'm saying and throw it back at me. Yes, I can. <laughs> oh, dang it! <laughs> oh, my gosh. I didn't even get it. All right. All right. Let's, it. Let's, okay. let's retry this. You can start it. <laughs> How was your day at school yesterday? What do you mean by how was it? Like, can you pick a certain point to describe? How was lunch? Lunch was good for me. Did you have the pizza? No, I did not have the pizza. How about you? <laughs> Can you not throw questions back at my face? I will always throw questions at your face. I am normal like that. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> I just said, what about you to everything? It's fine. Do you think that there is a sentence that exists out there 
that is not a question but still uses the word what? Uh, I would have to think about that. I have no clue what it would be. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> oh, God. I'm so horrible at these Can things. Can you please stop honest. saying what about you after every sentence? <laughs> Hold on. Give me a second. Oh, my gosh. Uh, let's change the subject. Why... Are you my friend? <laughs> I don't know. I ask that question every single day. Why are you my friend? You, I don't think you could just take what I said and twist it in your own words, can Only you? because you were doing that, weren't you? Oh, you <laughs> almost messed up. I know. Question one. <laughs> this is just absolutely pathetic. All right, never mind. New yeah. game. Party quirks. And I love this game because it's my favorite game ever. Okay, one student plays the host of the party. Three other students are given each a given quirk, a weird quirk. For example, he thinks he's Madonna. One by one, the students enter as guests at the party. It's up to the host to guess their weird quirk. Why? The students with the quirks are forced to get their idea across, only using their behavior and speech. Pause for saw. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you allowed to, like, physically act it out to help your case? Yeah. Right. Because sometimes it's like you think that you're a tree blowing in the wind. Wait, I have a story Wait, about I... Madonna, by the way. Oh, okay. Okay, so we were watching Burlesque. And for those of you who haven't seen the movie, Cher and, like, Christina Aguilera, like, there's a bunch of different people. Uh-huh. And um, me and my sisters were watching it. And um, a family friend walks in, and he points at Cher, and he goes, is that Madonna? And my sister looks up at him dead serious and goes, are you kidding me? Like, are you stupid? Madonna's black. What? Okay, she said that. Yes. Oh, I'm done with her right now. The struggle is too real. He was less wrong. (laughs) He was still pretty wrong. Well, yeah, but less wrong. Is that a thing? Can you be less wrong than someone else? Well, you're usually more wrong than me, which makes no. me less wrong than you. I am always right with everything, pretty much. Which makes me left. Ooh. Yeah, that was a dumb joke. I'm kind of <laughs> embarrassed to be with you right now. You're this girl <laughs> who can't even play a question game. Okay, I can't normally, just like under all this pressure, you know. This There's no pressure. I know. Whatsoever. I could still try and make an excuse, right? Right? No. That's allowed. That was a question, can't, wasn't it? <gasps> oh, I should have used that. And, <laughs> and you just, okay. <laughs> it's too much, too much to handle. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to us. I'm Angel Ramirez. And I'm Harmony Hagdorn. This show is produced by Kidstar for the Voice America Kids Network. Up next, a track from the Kidstar album of the month. Thanks for tuning in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Please join us again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, go be a star. We'll see you next week. My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm and now from the Kids Star Album of the Month. Here's Mr. Saxophone Dave Farmer with Luke, I'm Your Father. Tells his body solo Riding on a tom-tom Gonna check on a projectile 
Saxophone from the Kidstar album of the month. Check it out on our website, kidstar.org. 